Welcome to this podcast episode recorded on behalf of ANSA Environmental Services. This episode is all about Plastic Free July. And yes, we're still only in June, but um, July is just around the corner. So we are quickly going to arrive at July. So why not think now whilst we're coming towards the end of June? about the things that we can do uh, to prepare for Plastic Free July. So what do we mean when we say Plastic Free July? Well, the clue, of course, is in the name. It's all about reducing single-use plastic. And single-use plastic is plastic that is used either once or for a very short period of time before being thrown away. So you can get plastic that is designed to be reused many, many times over. And of course, as many people know, plastic um, takes a very long time to break down. So for example, if you have a plastic water bottle or a plastic storage tub, then it's pretty durable and it will will last for a long time. Um, But a single use plastic item, or as I say, single or whereby it's just used for a short period of time um, is is problematic to to the environment, as I'm sure everyone is already aware of. So some examples of single use plastic includes um, water or pop bottles that that you can buy um, from from shops, things like plastic film, plastic wrap, um, often referred to as cling film, which I think is a brand name. the um, you know cups that you may may get from from certain places that contain coffee or tea sometimes they can be plastic um, cigarette butts of course um, I think also filter tips would probably be made from plastic as well um, that are used in in roll up cigarettes um, plastic bags plastic cutlery although often these days rather than plastic cutlery we tend to see a lot more wooden cutlery or or cutlery made from a from a different type of material rather than plastic. Um, wet wipes, of course, sanitary items as well. Um, balloons, also the sticks that are used to hold the balloon, and of course other types of plastic packaging that that you know we that lots of things that we that we need to buy um, will often come in in plastic packaging. And of course, some things are easier to reduce um, in terms of single-use plastic than others. Um, You know, it can be difficult sometimes when we're shopping in in supermarkets and so on, finding items that aren't packaged in plastic. And, you know, there obviously is, you know, sort of that's kind of with manufacturers to, to make those changes. And I think we are starting to see more items that are produced in different types of packaging. So you may get something with reduced packaging. You may get something that's packed in cardboard or paper. Um, you may get something that's that's packed in um, vegetable derivatives. Um, so it looks like plastic, but it but it's actually not made from plastic. So there are things that are happening you know, within the world to to make that difference. But what can we do ourselves um, when making decisions about what what we buy? So you can sometimes choose to buy fruit and veg without packaging. Um, So, or I should say fruit and vegetables without packaging. Um, You know, there are places that you can, that you can 
more easily make make those choices to buy, you know, loose oranges, for example, or loose bananas. Um, of course, those are two types of fruit, which, of course, has its own packaging because oranges have peel, bananas have have a skin. So really, do they even need to have any additional packaging? Probably not. Um so you can you can buy all types, you know, all different types of fruit from 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 certain places without without packaging. So have a look around and, and, and see. And if you can, you know, try and make those those decisions to purchase fruit and vegetables without packaging. So you can choose reusable decorations rather than balloons. So. You, know, you can get things like paper decorations and you know other types of materials or, or simply just avoid using balloons um, if you want to. So that can be a useful choice to make. Um, of course, when thinking about water bottles and especially at the moment with the weather being so warm, it's really useful to take a reusable water bottle with you. And it, it, apart from, of course, the impact um, on reducing single-use plastic it's it's really helpful kind of not to get caught short and find yourself getting quickly dehydrated by not having a water bottle with you um so take take a reusable water bottle you know fill it up before you go out and then just just keep it with you and uh, make sure you drink it of course um so the other things that you can do i mean lots of people enjoy a nice coffee from a coffee shop or a similar location so if you're going to purchase that coffee and then go on your way again why not take a reusable coffee cup with you and you don't even have to put coffee in it you can put tea in it if you like um, of course, when thinking about cigarettes and filter tips, um, you could consider giving up smoking. Of course, that is a whole other podcast and certainly not something that I'm going to cover here because, of course, it is a personal choice. Um, but, you know, th- there isn't really, a, as far as I'm aware, a sort of a, a more, eth- more ethical alternative to smoking. And there is, of course, a plastic waste um, associated with smoking. So when thinking about skincare, um, if you or, you know, if you use any kind of facial wipes instead of those, you could try washable cloths. Washable cloths are also quite a good alternative to cotton wool. Um, I use washable cloths for my skincare routine um, and it is, of course, um, important to, of course, keep those cloths really clean, you know, obviously to, to wash them regularly. Um, I actually wash them after each use. Um, otherwise, you'll, you'll, you'll find your skincare becomes something rather, you know, becomes counterproductive. Um, so that's an alternative there. And if you wish to do so, you could look into reusable sanitary items if that's something that you would deem to be doable for you. So other other things that you can do is um, taking a reusable cloth bag out to the supermarket or the shop or alternatively, if that doesn't work for you, for whatever reason, you could try one of the the large, larger reusable plastic bags that are a little bit more durable um, than the single use plastic bags. So those are some things that you know, are are relatively easy to consider when thinking about reducing single-use plastic and, of course, preparing for Plastic Free July.
So along alongside that, um, there are other few, a few things that you might want to consider doing because sometimes we find ourselves kind of, you know, it can be quite difficult to avoid single use plastic. So it may be that you, you have some single use plastic that you've purchased. So it could be they say, for example, you've you've made a purchase of um, a, I don't know, a a drink in a in a plastic a plastic cup let's say from a coffee shop or something like that obviously if you get um, one of the you know the cold something like a frappe for example or, or or even like a smoothie that's made in a coffee shop they tend to be um they you know if, if they make them for you and you don't provide them with a the cup then you'll get them in a, in a plastic cup and in fact you would get them in a plastic cup if you drink them in the coffee shop as well so if you find yourself where you've sort of you know you've 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 got a plastic cup upon your your purse and you're thinking well I don't really want to I don't really want to put it in the recycle bin I want to try and repurpose it so you can use it to collect rainwater for example that's something that we do in our house admittedly you can't get a lot of rainwater in there and it doesn't look terribly pretty in your garden but I'm sure that there are plenty of creative people out there that can think of much more attractive ways to make that plastic container work and still look desirable in your garden um, but yeah they can be used to, to gather rainwater when it rains which it isn't doing too much at the moment um, you can reuse plastic yogurt pots for paint pots or other type of household storage of some some kind um, what I do in my house we um, I have uh, vitamin pots so once the vitamin pot is empty I just give it a bit of a rinse out and I use it to store things like paper clips staples small small items basically and um, because of course they have a handy lid so it keeps everything contained in there so they're quite useful for that so there are things that we can do to be creative with single use plastic items if we have them so therefore they become then um, multi-use rather than single use um, but I suppose really it's a case of thinking outside the box or perhaps it should be in this case thinking inside the box in the sense that we're thinking about storage we're thinking about um, boxes or containers of different different kinds you know how how can we how can we repurpose how can we be creative how can we reduce our waste and of course more particularly our single use plastic waste um, a bit of an attempt at a bad joke there um, that may have been completely lost on anyone that's listening <laughs> but we try we try so the other things that another thing that you can do so if you're so for example if you're purchasing washing up liquid for example which is obviously something that we can't really get away from we have to wash the dishes at some point um, if you're purchasing laundry detergent they tend to come in in plastic containers I think there are there are certainly exceptions there you can get them in different types of of material but by and large they tend to come in plastic containers but you may not be aware that you can um, purchase refillable washing up liquid shampoo conditioner laundry detergent and so on there are places that you can do that if you just look out for for shops that sell refillable um, options for that there is I'm quite fortunate that we live near to a shop where I can 
purchase, you know, refillable um, options for, for these types of things. In, in our case, we don't really do it for shampoo and conditioner, but we do do it for laundry detergent and washing up liquid and also household cleaning uh, spray. So I have a spray bottle that I've had for quite quite some quite some years and I take that along and, and they 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 you know refill that um, and also the same for laundry detergent that bottle is that we've had is, is 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 really quite old now and the same for washing up liquid so that's something that you can do it might not be an option for everybody it depends on where you live um, but it's something certainly to, to look out for and perhaps as time goes on there may be more more shops that that will offer that that facility where you can you can choose refillable options so also as well and i'm sure most people are aware of these you can buy solid shampoos soaps and conditioners um, so rather than a plastic bottle full of shampoo you can purchase a solid option and and that um you know, will generally come with that, you know, possibly no packaging whatsoever, depending on where you're getting it from or very little packaging. And very often it's made from cardboard or another type of material rather than plastic. So that's quite a useful, a useful option. Now, for some people, it may well be perhaps if your hair is dyed or you're, you like a particular brand that you may feel that that doesn't work for you and, and also the other thing to consider with solid shampoos in particular depending on the the type of product that you've bought there can be a bit of a transition period as you get used to using that type of shampoo not really the case in terms of soaps um, and from my experience using a solid conditioner is pretty much there's there's no real difference between using a solid conditioner and a liquid conditioner there isn't you know the, the although the process for applying it is different the impact on your hair is pretty much the same so that's quite a, a viable option I think so there's lots of ideas there hopefully uh, one or two of them have been useful um, to, to, to you and I think you know this seems like the perfect time to start making plans and thinking about things that we can each do in preparation for Plastic Free July and not just of course for Plastic Plastic Free July that's really just a marker in the sand if you like it's a place to get started it's really sort of looking at at lifestyle changes you know mo moving forward and 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 trying to to do more things really to reduce our waste and of course most particularly our single use plastic waste so thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it useful and um, hopefully I will hear from you again soon. Thank you.